Welcome to Security in Color, your soon-to-be favorite podcast, empowering and educating the next generation of cybersecurity professionals. I'm your host, Dominique, a licensed cyber and cloud security professional with almost a decade of experience in the game. Join me weekly as I recap what's going on in the cyber and technology space. And for more resources, check out our website at www.securityincolor.com. Let's jump into today's episode. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of Security in Color. I hope you've had a balanced and productive week. Heavy emphasis on the balance part. (laughs) And I hope you have nothing but relaxation this weekend. No, seriously, like don't touch, don't touch any work things at all. And I think I think I'm actually talking to myself right now instead of you guys. (laughs) But either way, that's a disclaimer for both of us. Okay, like no work. The weather is getting better, or at least here in Atlanta it is. I'm trying to take advantage, right? Sunshine is out. I'm out. Like I need not out, like I'm out safely, but like I I enjoy taking walks. Like I found a whole bunch of trails and a whole bunch of places where I can just kind of be by myself and exercise. So now that the weather is better, I can go back outside um, before the bugs come out because then I'll have to run back inside. But anyway, (laughs) before we jump into today's episode, guess what I have? That's right. Another giveaway. (laughs) I have 10 $50 AWS credit vouchers to give away. A really good friend of mine, shout out to Guillermo and the good folks over at AWS are sponsoring this week's giveaway. And they were nice enough to offer these vouchers for my audience members. So what are AWS credits, you ask? They are vouchers to help you save on your Amazon web, 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 on your Amazon web services bill. If you are someone who's, you know, interested in getting your quote unquote hands dirty in the AWS platform by building out your services, you know, spinning up some of these services can cost you some moolah, right? Like we're not trying to be paying hundreds of dollars just to practice in the um, platform. Sometimes it's not hundreds of dollars. Sometimes it could be 20 bucks, but some 20 bucks is a lot, right? So 2021 Christmas came early. So let me go ahead and blast you with some vouchers so you can go practice for free. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, the drill, same as previous giveaways. I'll have a form in the show notes. I'll share it out on every social media platform I got out there. The giveaway will run for seven days, and I will pick 10 people at random to go ahead and give these vouchers to. Again, huge, huge thanks to Guillermo and the team at AWS for this. I know it will definitely help some people out who are, you know, just interested in getting some some practice in. Alrighty, what's been going on in the news lately? Like, what should you be aware of? Well, if you live in Texas and are a victim of the recent snowstorm that happened last week, There are some scams you should be aware of as people are, of course, trying to take advantage of this time. In addition to those scams, attackers are trying to take advantage of all of our online shopping, i.e. me, by posing as FedEx, and I got the scoop on that. In our third and fourth segment, I'll talk about nanny cams gone wrong and how universities are now the easy targets of ransomware. And in our last segment, 
I wanted to highlight the importance of preventing digital identity creep and the major security and user privacy concerns being highlighted in the tech industry. With that, let's jump into today's episode. This segment goes out to everybody who has been impacted by this severe weather snowstorm last week that devastated the entire South, but especially Texas. As tensions rise over the absurd electric bills being passed on to consumers, attackers are waiting in the cut to stoke these tensions and possibly get a payout from unsuspecting victims. Energy vendor Austin Energy are warning of unknown attackers who are impersonating their company and threatening customers into paying a fictitious bill, otherwise their power will be cut off. In a hope to scare victims that they'll be without power again right after they've been gone through an unprecedented storm is downright wrong. Unfortunately, attackers don't follow the same rule of ethics, and this is a prime time for their attacks to work. As a warning, this particular energy vendor and many others advise that they will never call their customers to inform them of an urgent cutoff deadline. Companies will not ask for credit card information over the phone, nor wire transfer information. Additionally, if you do receive calls or emails, take down the information and then call the vendor directly using their verified email or telephone number to follow up on the accuracy of the demand. It's better to double check than to hand over your information. If your company uses Microsoft email, it is important to be on the lookout for this latest phishing scam. Researchers are sounding the alarm to Microsoft users to be on the lookout for emails in which attackers are posing as FedEx or DHL Express vendors, and they're looking to steal your work credentials. The attackers are even able to bypass their malicious websites from being flagged because attackers are leveraging major hosting providers, such as Google, to host their websites, which allow their emails to slip right past standard security filters. Now, phishing scams are nothing new. We talk about them all the time here. Essentially, that's like a weekly thing for me (laughs) of telling you like the latest phishing scam. But the reason why this game in particular is concerning is because of who the attackers are impersonating. During the pandemic, online shopping has become the new norm as social distancing and store closures force many to stay home. With that being said, it is, you know, sometimes common for users to receive email notifications from a shipping provider such as FedEx stating, hey, you got a package that's incoming or maybe you missed a package or just some kind of information to let you know about a package that is supposed to be on its way to you. FedEx, for example, and many others allow you to log in and get real-time information about your package. You can see what time it's supposed to arrive so that way you can make sure you're there so they don't just try to throw it at your door or say that they delivered it and they didn't and a host of other options. So it's not uncommon for a login to be associated with a, a FedEx delivery email. Unfortunately, attackers are taking advantage of this feature by trying to lure in users with the message, hey, you got a new FedEx sent to you, and there's, of course, a link inside or for you to go ahead and log into 
But the fortunate part is that if you do receive this and you do happen to click on the link, it will take you to a very inconsistent page that isn't associated with normal shipping email notifications. Instead, it takes you to a Microsoft login page where there you'll know, hey, I might have clicked on this link, but I definitely know this is not supposed to link to Microsoft login email. It's supposed to take me to their website so I can log in there. So if you do receive this email, from anyone, and that includes Amazon, right? Because um, as you, everyone's a big Amazon shopper, so we know Amazon does not um, send you emails where you need to necessarily log in or wherever it comes from. Be mindful of the links that are coming through and the page that it directs you to, right? Because again, we don't know sometimes as a vendors or some people might, um, again, they, they're not going to call you for your information, but they will email you about it, right? So that is that can be legitimate emails. But some if you, you should definitely know if you click on something and it sends you to a Microsoft email login or some other kind of login that isn't consistent with the vendor who sent it to you, then that's a red flag. So make sure you always verify what you're clicking on and verify where you're entering your credentials. Nanny cams are common devices for parents who are wishing to keep a closer eye on their little bundles of joy as they are out or maybe being watched in daycare. Unfortunately for a cluster of daycare centers in the UK, the dangers of using internet-connected devices, no matter how harmless its intention, can pose serious dangers and risks. Nursery Cam, a remote video monitoring service, has been shut down after the company experienced a data breach that allowed a potential ethical hacker unauthorized access to parents' usernames, their passwords, names, and email addresses. Now, the reason why I say potential ethical hacker is because the person who found the flaw in the nanny cam said they had no intention to do any harm and just wanted the company to raise the standard of its security measures. While maybe not intentional, users had to be notified that their information was leaked and the company promptly went offline. Though going offline maybe seem like a, a big dramatic, <laughs> if you will, for a company after a data breach because, no offense, there's tons of companies that have data breaches every day. Unfortunately for Nanny Camp, um, this isn't their first time being warned about security flaws. Back in 2015, a security researcher alerted the company that their IoT device was seriously riddled with security flaws as the IP address, username, and passwords were all being leaked into the HTML source code in plain text. That means anyone who can view the camera can just look at the HTML code, which is honestly very easy to do. You can right-click any website and look at the source code and essentially steal that username and password in plain text. And for a company whose device is marketed to watch children, this is very concerning and not surprising that the company is now offline. This is just one more reminder about the importance of user education and security improvements when it comes to the Internet of Things. Remember last year when attackers were targeting hospitals in an attempt to infiltrate their networks and hold them for ransom? Well, it looks like attackers have found a new target and it doesn't bode very well for students right now. 
At a time where higher education systems are struggling to find the balance between in-person and distance learning, attackers are seeing universities as an easy target for ransomware attacks. In a recent study, the amount of ransomware attacks on universities in 2020 are up 100%, with the average ransom demand around $447,000. Ransomware is now the number one threat to universities around the nation. And even though ransomware is a threat, honestly, to any business, it is vital for universities to not experience prolonged downtime. Current university IT departments are still struggling how to make distance learning viable for students and teachers and are stretched pretty thin in terms of being able to fully address security vulnerabilities. And this makes it a prime time for attackers to probe university networks, hoping just to find one loophole that will allow them in and to take over. More than 75% of studied universities last year had their remote desktop port open, and more than 60% had their database port open, both of which will allow an attacker an easy access into the network to execute ransomware. So going forward, If you're looking for trends or figuring out like where are attackers going this year, I definitely say universities should be at the top of every security professional's list in order to fix and address this issue. I wanted to have a segment about a topic that I think is important for aspiring cloud security professionals to think about and users to understand whenever you're maybe assessing a cloud service provider to choose from, when you're trying to navigate, like what is the cloud, how do I protect my data, all of that good stuff. I think this is something that definitely should be talked about more often. Recently, three former high-level information security employees from AWS came out and said that they are highly concerned about the inadequate security protections Amazon has when it comes to protecting user information. And as we all know, Amazon has infiltrated our everyday lives more than we ever thought was possible. Between the Alexa devices in your home to ordering on Amazon.com to possibly using, you know, the cloud services for business or personal workloads, even just using one aspect of of what I just named requires a lot of information to be shared between you and Amazon. Now, before, (laughs) let me make this disclaimer, okay? This is not a bash AWS segment. Instead, I really wanted to highlight and shed some light on the complexities of security in the cloud and that everyday users, not just organizations, should be aware of how companies collect, house, and store your information. Information such as credit card numbers, your addresses, your order history, like the things you say to Alexa in private, right? If you are a business, then your business data, like what applications you connect, all kinds of sensitive information um, that according to these former employees are at severe risk of being stolen in a potential breach. Now, I definitely think major cloud service providers, any part, like majority of them, um, such as AWS, takes an overabundance of precautions when it comes to platform security, right? Making sure that all of their stuff is secure. But I also know, like from working in the field for, for what, nine years now, that accomplishing full stack security is extremely hard for any business, right? Let alone a complex business like Amazon, right? Amazon is still a business. So as a consumer of these major providers, 
I want to highlight and make sure I always talk about the significant risks posed by just absentmindedly placing your data everywhere. It's really easy for digital creep to happen to the best of us, right? Like unless you're a person who's just been super paranoid since birth, it's more than often. I don't I, I don't know if you've kept track of by the time, the, from the first time that you've been on the internet till now, do you know how many accounts that you've created for stuff? Do you know how many places you're in? Do you know where your information is, right? That's a complex thing for companies to understand, let alone users even trying to wrap their head around that, right? And digital identity creep, just it happens more often than you think. And most people are not even aware of it. And digital identity creep just means like, you know, you enter your information on sites, you don't keep track. And next thing you know, it's sprawled out and you have like hundreds of thousands of places of which your information is stored, right? And as security professionals who are, or, you know, aspiring or current security professionals who are perhaps maybe assessing new cloud providers for your company's data, uh, or if you're just wondering, like, what you should be aware of, or even as a user, right, I'm really big on on addressing users as a consumer, because I'm a consumer, right? As a consumer, what should I be aware of? How can I understand how companies are processing, collecting, storing, sharing my data? What can I do about it, right? And unfortunately, we're still, again, I say this all the time, like we're still a long way from a, a, a more robust national privacy, consumer privacy law. But I say it and I emphasize it all the time because I think with power, the, the same way people can rally to change, you know, the ways of law around different topics, I think we can do the same here. So I talk about consumer privacy because I am a consumer, you are a consumer, we should all be figuring out like all these data on all these big tech that are taking in all of our information, that they should be making sure that they're doing their best to protect it. Overall, I'll talk about it all the time. (laughs) But that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Bye.